Greetings from Covenant Community of LJ, Georgia. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to these messages God has provided to our fellowship from His Word. May He bless you richly as you seek Him. We'd like to invite you to be with us in person someday soon. And for information on that, visit us at covenantcommunitylj.com. And now, let's open up God's Word. Let me just uh, say to you, you young people, you've come out excited about what Jesus can do in your life, what he can do somebody else's life. At the back, we have these How to Find God New Testaments. In the front are fantastic outlines. Who's God? Who's Jesus? Who's the Holy Spirit? Uh, Things about relationships, things about marriage, things about trials and troubles. Uh, These are wonderful. And sometimes you don't have time to spend with somebody to tell them a lot of stuff, but you can give them one of these. Put your name, put your phone number in it and say, read that, call me and let me know what God's doing in your life. And if you uh, know a Hispanic person, you say, well, I don't know how to speak their language. Guess what? Como encontrar Dios. It's in Spanish too. You can give it to them. You can speak in, I mean, you can read in tongues. There we go. (laughs) You know, the young people got a wonderful letter uh, stamped on the back with a cross in it. And this uh, talking about what God will do for us. Now, I want all the children down here. Sorry. Uh, bring, bring the children here. There is candy. <laughs> You're not allowed to eat it unless your parents say you can. But if you are, uh, uh, what, what is the age for that bunch? Anyway, if you want candy, come on down here. Sit. They'll, they'll move back, give you room. You can move back there. Uh, Yes, look at this. I knew I could get you. You can move back there. Yes, you'll have a new vision for Roger. I'm going to have to get you moved back to that row back there. You're a good man. There's your spot. Yeah, look at this. These people want candy. They have priorities in life. Uh Here we go. There you go, Mr. Elijah. There you go. There's one. And here's you one, Willow. There you go. All right. Now, last week, we talked about a great... There's a couple chairs over here. Come on down. Uh, Last week, we talked about... And we saw a picture of this ugly pig. Now, he couldn't help it because he's a pig. Uh, What? He was an ugly pig. Yes. Not you. The pig. The pig was ugly. Uh, There you go. Uh, Even on the second row, you get candy. Okay, Uh, but this pig was there, and a pig can't help being a pig, because a pig is a, help me big people, a pig is a, or have I already lost you? No, this is simple, The, the, the pig, but we said if a pig wants to change to be a better pig, you can train him, but... Stay with me now. This is really important. This is life-changing. This will help you when you're talking to other people about Jesus. You don't just try to be better to be a Christian. You've got a fundamental, deep thing. Jesus didn't just die for sins. He died for sin, a sinful heart. We're all born with one. We're born infected with a sinful heart. We sin because that's the way we are. Pigs do piggy things because pigs are Good. See, the front row's got it here. Pigs are do piggy things. But if we want that pig to change, now even if I train him, wash him, put perfume on him, put lipstick on him, you know, lipstick on a pig, he's still a pig. pig. But imagine if I could go 
and pull the cat nature, uh, the, the pig nature out and put a cat nature in him. Would he want to jump in the mud anymore? No. No. He'd want to stay clean. He'd eat nicely. He'd, he'd, he'd be like a cat because he has a cat nature. When you give your life to Christ, you don't just do better and say, I'm going to be nicer. You know, no, you've got to have a new nature. Jesus Christ comes into you. And last week we had uh, Adam and Eve and, and they brought sin into the world. And we're all born. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all in the same place. All goners. But God so, say John 3.16 with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What's his name? Jesus. Jesus. That whosoever, look at your neighbor and say that includes you. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You know, uh, I was talking to one of the young people the other night. Uh, she asked if I would talk with her, and she said, I am so sad. My daddy and my brother came in and found my grandpa dead. And my grandpa never confessed Jesus. My grandpa was not, uh, uh, didn't live a good kind of a life. And it just troubles me about where he is now. The Bible says there's heaven. You don't get saved just to go to heaven. You don't get saved just not to go to hell. You get saved because Jesus made you to be his friend, to be in a relationship with him. And today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. I told her, I said, young lady, if your grandpa went to hell, he crawled over Jesus to go there. Jesus said, when I leave, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to convict everybody of sin righteousness and judgment. He's going to speak to people. He'll speak to them through creation. Speak to them through circumstances. Speak to them through people. Speak to them. He will be speaking. And what he wants you to do is say, yes. Okay. Now, we've got lots of things to do here today. So, I want you boys and girls to everybody get one of these. This is a little red heart. So just pass those down and everybody get one. We'll give someone the second row here. Pass these down. Even the big people can get one if you're sitting in the row. Get you a red heart and keep it. All right. And this will symbolize your heart. In Turn with me to John chapter 7. John 7. Now after you give your life to Jesus, after you get a, a new nature, it's really, really important that you understand something of what God is doing in your life. John 7, verse 38. I gave Shirley my glasses. And I have another pair, but I don't know what I did with them. Can't see them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, John 7, 37. Listen to what Jesus said. Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried out saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Are you thirsty today? You know, in our hearts, sometimes we get thirsty. Uh, Ruthie, I was going to have her do this song, but we'll do it another time. And she used to play. It's beginning to rain. Rain, rain, hear the voice of the Father saying, Whosoever will, come 
drink of the water. If you're thirsty and dry, lift your hands to the sky. It's beginning to rain. God is going to be speaking to you today. We've already prayed that all evil spirits be kept away from here. The mighty angels of God guard this place. The blood of Jesus Christ that was shed and poured out so that we could have a relationship with him. And today we want to talk about the Holy Spirit. The who? The Holy Spirit. Listen to what Jesus said. If you're thirsty in your heart, come to me and drink. He who believes in me. Now listen, Bible believing is not like some of the believing out here. Now, whoever gets up here first, I'll give him a quarter. Well, this is a magic quarter, so I'll give it to you. There you go. Oh, too bad. There it is. There. Okay. You can sit down. The rest of you have to learn to move fast. Jesus said, if you believe in me, believe in me. Believing, it means you do. Faith without works is dead. You know, believing in Jesus Christ is not just, yeah, he's up there. That No, 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 no. It's putting your faith in him. And that pig has to have a new nature. It can't just be, be a uh, trained pig. It's got to be a new pig. You put your faith in Jesus. Now, after you put your faith in Jesus, the Bible says, Romans chapter 8 says, if anybody doesn't have the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. You're not a child of God if you don't have the Holy Spirit. But the real question today is, does the Holy Spirit have you? You see, when you have your heart like this, when you have this heart, I'll give it back to you in just a minute. When you have this heart, your heart is what God wants. He's after your heart. He wants you to love him with all your heart, soul. My, he wants you to love him and then to love the people around you. He wants your heart. You know, when, when, when a young man uh, is in love and, and has spent time, you know, I spent time with Martha. And then I asked her, Martha? Will you marry me? She said, I did. I did, honest. It's terrible, I know, at your age to think of such a thing. But I did that. And guess what? She said, yes. This is even a momentary lapse of something. But anyway, <laughs> she said, yes. And then what did I put on her finger? An engagement ring. It meant you're out of circulation, sister. It's you and me. Now, I'm out of circulation, too, and I thank God for that. Jesus says, I want you to love me with all your heart, soul, and mind. So here, Jesus said, if you're thirsty, if you're come to me, if you believe in me, like the scripture says, out of his innermost being, out of your spirit will flow rivers of living water. You're not just like a little cup of water. It's a river. A river has inflow and outflow. Do you know the Holy Spirit like that today? Is your life a life that has the river of the Holy Spirit flowing out of you? You may say, well, you can. Today, that's what I want to talk to you about. And I'm going to give you a chance to make a decision about that. Verse 39, this he spoke of the Spirit, who those who believed in him were going to receive. For the Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus, when, after 40 days, after he was resurrected, he stayed around. Then he went to heaven. And he sent the Holy Spirit at what day? Starts with the P, ends with the T. Pentecost. Pentecost. Everybody say Pentecost. Pentecost. It sent the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. And the world's never been the same since. The Holy Spirit was in the world before. But then the Holy Spirit came into all of them. 120 people in that room. Holy Spirit came on them. Tongues of fire on their head. And they began to speak in languages that they didn't even know. Some of them could speak in French. Bonjour, monsieur. You know what I said? 
You do. Okay, so we got speaking in tones and an interpreter here. <laughs> what if I said, Mutendimwani Makosa? The answer to that is you do, and you'll clean it up by yourself. They spoke, they spoke in all kinds of languages that the Holy Spirit helped them to speak in. And people from all over the world were there to worship. And they said, how do you know my language? How do you do that? And they said, this is by the Holy Spirit. Wow, 3,000 people gave their lives to Jesus that day. I mean, talk about upsetting the church. Woo! They had lots of work to do, amen? Yes, 3,000 people gave their life to Christ. A few days later, 5,000 people gave their life to Christ. I mean, it was amazing because the Holy Spirit came and Jesus said the Holy Spirit in your life will be like a river. Now look at John chapter 14 real quick. John 14. Candy's coming. Never fear. <laughs> John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am, help me, the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Who wants to go to the Father, to God the Father? Who wants to, yes, the only way is Jesus. Put your faith in him, let his spirit come live in you, and then you live a new kind of a life. Look here in John chapter 14, verse 16. He said, Jesus said, verse 15, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, another comforter, the King James says. Uh, somebody called alongside uh, to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth. You don't have to believe lies anymore. You're going to know the truth. When, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you like orphans. Just wandering around. Nobody to take care of you. Uh, I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you needy. I will not leave you like orphans. I will come to you. After a little while the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. And in that day you'll know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments, listen, stay with me. He who has my commandments, Jesus said, and keeps them, is the one who loves me. You know, uh, when, when you love somebody, they say, well, I don't know if you love me or not. Okay, listen up, listen up here. Listen, listen. Uh, he, you know, we have the five love languages, gifts, words of affirmation. Uh, these the other, other things there's five love languages and we won't go into that right now but Jesus love language he wants you to obey him because you love him and when you obey him because you love him wonderful things happen in you and through you so Jesus said I want you to be a changed person give your life to Jesus let the Holy Spirit come into your life now the Holy Spirit is going to be like this You know, what's this? This is a glove. Hey, glove, wave at everybody. Wave at everybody. Be friendly. Oh, what's wrong with the glove? Why won't it wave? Oh, that's right. Give me five. You're right. That's right. So now if I put my hand in it, and I say, glove, wave at everybody. It can. Why? You got your hand in it. That's the way the Holy Spirit is. When the Holy Spirit comes inside you, it is the power of God. 
He, the Holy Spirit is God. God comes into you and he will help you and he'll help you be what God wants you to be. Now this glove, Mr. Keith is here. He flies airplanes. If he had his gloves on like this, he could fly an airplane. I can't fly an airplane, but he can with, with these gloves on. Now this is a glove. You can drive Mike Parham there. I mean, he can drive that, uh, what is that called? The dragon's tail. He can drive that lickety split. Yes, make you nervous. Uh, uh, you know, wearing these gloves, the gloves can do amazing things because there's a hand in it. There's power in it. Now this is this kind of a glove. What, what kind of a glove is this one? What, what's this glove good for? Keep your hands warm because sometimes it's real cold. So somebody who's in a real cold place, it's nice to have real warm gloves that help you when you're chopping wood or when you're skiing or when you're out in some place that's real cold. They keep your hands warm or when you're having a what kind of a fight? Snowball fight. Yes, that's fun. It's nice to have warm gloves. So there's different kinds of gloves. What, what kind of gloves are these? Raggler gloves, okay? These are work gloves. So if you're, yeah, Raggler, we know what that is, don't we? Uh, if you're chopping wood, you can wear these and maybe it'll help you not get blisters on them. If you're uh, picking up dog poo, it's really nice to have gloves on. Because you won't get anything on your hands like that. See? If you're changing greasy parts on a car, this will help you not get your hands as greasy. So there's different kinds of gloves for different kinds of purposes, but all of them need what inside them? They all need a hand inside them. Look at these ones. What are these? Hospital gloves. Who wears hospital gloves? Nurses and doctors, you know, when a hand goes in this glove, a, 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 a doctor can do amazing surgery. He can fix people's eyes. He can take out cancer. He can or she can take out an appendix that's almost ready to rupture. Yes, help them have a baby. Here they come. You know, there's all kinds of things that you can do with gloves. Yes. Show us that again. How do they do? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, we've got some actors here. But you've got, got these gloves on. And there's different kinds of gloves for different kinds of things. And there's different kinds of people that God has to do different things in life. They can, have, they can take out rocks. Take out what? Rocks. Yes, they can take rocks out of your gallbladder. Or over here, yeah. Yeah, take rocks out of your gallbladder. They can take them out. All kinds of things can happen with different kinds of gloves. And God has made all kinds of different kinds of people. Different colors of people. Pardon? What? Yes, yes, they help you. So when you throw up like somebody throws up, the gloves are nice to clean that up when you're doing that. Yes, did that the other night. Been there, done that. All right, everybody says, ooh. So let me tell you this. Don't bring up that subject in here. Some of you got it. Some of you get it. Well, okay, bring up so there's gloves. God has all kinds of people, all kinds of colors of people, men, people, women, people, boys and girls. Listen, sometimes you boys and girls think, oh, it's just big people get filled with the Holy Spirit. Just big people get saved. No, you can give your life to Christ while you're very young. I was just seven years old. I said, God, your Bible says that I'm a sinner. I pray that you'll come into my heart and forgive me of my sin. Jesus, send the Holy Spirit to live in me. I want to live for you. I want to make you happy. Help me. 
And you know, Jesus heard me and he promised that he would save me if I would ask him. And he came into my heart and his spirit began to live in me. I began to read the Bible and understand it. Are you still with me? And then he has guided my life. He brought me to Gilmer County. All good people end up in LJ sooner or later. Here we are. <laughs> and, and God brought, us, brought, brought me here. So, you know, God has different kinds of people to do different kinds of things. Now, what are these, what are these gloves for? Boxing. Ah, have you ever done boxing? What? Why don't you put those on? You want to put them on? Okay, put it on the other hand. You will, okay. He's ready. Put those on. Put those on. As soon as you get them on, we'll have a fight. Put those on. See? Yeah, those are nice because you want them padded. So when you're practicing your fighting, you can fight. Look at that. That's good. Come up here. Come up here, quick. Okay, hit my hands. Boom. Hit that hand. Boom. Yes. Uh, hit my hand. No, 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 we won't do that. Sorry, sorry. Okay, that's good job. Good job. What you can put them on, yes. Okay, now you wear, you wear, when you're getting ready to fight, you've got to have weapons, swords, shields. Nowadays we have what? Guns. We have all kinds of weapons, knives. I saw a picture of a guy the other day. He had a big axe like this. He's over in Afghanistan. Big old axe. Okay, now you see how you, wham, there's a good one. Wham, there's a good one. Too slow. <laughs> okay, sit down there. Thank you. What? Okay, you can in a little while because we've got other things we've got to do. In a minute, we're going to have a tug of war here. Okay, so there's all kinds of... Now, this lesson here is a lesson my mama taught me a long time ago. My mama taught me lots of good things. So did my daddy. But that one I remember. When you give your life to Jesus, when you give your life to Jesus, somebody uh, who wants to volunteer? Okay, you come up here. Close your eyes. Don't open them. I'm going to turn you around a couple times. Turn you around a couple times. Now, when I ring the bell, you're getting ready to run into something. So uh, you have to turn to your left or right. So Pay attention. Start walking slowly. Turn to your right. No, no. Turn to your right. Now go straight. No, no. Go straight. Go straight. There we go. Here we go. Turn to your left. A little bit. Left. That left. Yes. Go straight. You're doing great. All right. Good job. Give her a hand. <laughs> You know, in our life, how many of you have ever gotten ready to do something, say something, go somewhere, and something in your head and in your heart says, uh-uh. How many of you have done that? That's the Holy Spirit talking to you, trying to protect you. How many of you have done like Sophie does? <laughs> Sophie says, we go to Shane's, and she knows we're going to say no because it's Monday or something. And she goes... She does not want to hear the answer. And sometimes we do that to God. God warns us by His Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is an encourager. The Holy Spirit is a one who's there to warn us. The Holy Spirit is there to give us power to do the things that He wants us to do. The Holy Spirit comes like a wind. He comes like a uh, fire to purify. Now, 
Um, I want three other boys and girls who haven't done something yet, okay? You haven't. Come here. Come here. One more. Okay. Come. No, no, you already did. Come, come here. Okay. All right. Stand here. Hold this rope. Where's my other one? Yes, there we go. Okay. Now face that way in a line. Face that way in a line. Yes, okay. Hold on to this rope. Hold on to this rope. Hold on to this rope. Are you all ready? Okay. Now this. What? No, I'm going to show them. This is the body. This is the soul, the mind, will, and emotions. This is the spirit. So this is what? Body. What are you? Body. body. What are you? Soul, which is your mind, will, emotions. And this is the spirit. Now, before you're a Christian, your spirit has no response to God. It's just your body and your mind, will, and emotions. But when Jesus comes into your life, the Holy Spirit comes into your life, and he helps you. So before you were a Christian, you, you can just drop the rope. Now you all start going that way. And you see, they go the same way, the body and the soul. Now you turn around, go that way. Just go. Yeah, see, that's good. But then when the Holy Spirit comes in, face that way. Stay right there. When the Holy Spirit comes in, hold on to here. Now, the way you used to be, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, do what? Present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And don't be like jelly poured into a mold, just like everybody else around you, but be being transformed to become like Jesus. We sang that song a little while, move from glory to glory to glory, more and more like Jesus. That's what God wants you to be. When, when the Bible talks about you, he, the Bible talks about spirit, soul, and body. We talk about body, soul, and spirit because that's our priorities. No, spirit, soul, and body. So before, the body used to lead, the, the soul used to lead, but now we're going to face this way. You two face that way. Okay, now you all go that way and you go that way. Keep going. Pull harder. Uh-oh. Hey, the Spirit's going to overcome the body and the soul here? Go ahead and pull. Yes, there we go. Okay, now you see, see, when you first become a Christian, there's a battle in your heart and life. The Bible says the flesh lusts against the Spirit, the Spirit against the flesh, the two against each other. You can't do the things that you would. But if you will surrender to the Holy Spirit, if you'll say, Holy Spirit, fill me, Holy Spirit, Use me. Holy Spirit, I want to be like a glove. By myself, I can't do anything. But with you, I can do anything. Greater is the Holy Spirit in me than the Spirit out in the world. Then, when the Spirit starts to say, let's go this way, because the Bible says that and the Holy Spirit says that way, and the soul and the body want to go that way, what's going to happen? It's going to be dog and wolf. It's going to be what? Rock and roll. Tug of war. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, okay, good. Yes, you did a good job. That's the way to get into it. The body is pulling hard. The soul is pulling hard. But when the Holy Spirit's in charge of your life, you're able to live a life of victory in Jesus. Amen? Amen. God wants you to be... Uh, thank you. You all did a great job. Give him a hand. <laughs> so, 
The Holy Spirit warns us. The Holy Spirit gives us power. The Holy Spirit guides us. Now, there's the fruit of the Holy Spirit and there's the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Fruit of the Holy Spirit. Everybody say Galatians 5.22 with me. Say it with me. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Let's say it slowly because think about this. Think, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Is this what's coming out of your life? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there's no law. Now, um, let's see. Let's get, who's, who hasn't come up here yet? You did boxing. Okay, you come up here. What's in this cup? What's in this cup? Do you know? No. Hit my elbow. Oh. It got on you. Nasty. It's Becker spit. No, it's coffee. It's coffee. Okay. Now why? Everybody help me. Why did coffee come out of this cup? Because he bumped my elbow. But why didn't um, why didn't uh, Sprite come out of the cup? Because there's coffee in it. No, I got the right cup. Okay. Out of the mouth of babes. Okay. Now, what's in this cup? No. No. How are you going to know? Yes. What? No, that's closer. So why don't you come up here? Come up here. No, you're just guessing. Now you don't know. But in just a minute, Hemi's going to show you what's in here. So bump it. Oh, thank you. No, it's punch. Punch. Okay, now, what's in this one? Blue what? How do you know? Come here. Come here. Okay. Okay. Now, it is blue. You can see that it's blue. Do you think it's blue Kool-Aid? You want to drink it? No. No? You don't trust me? I don't blame you. Okay. So you bumped my elbow. Oh. And guess what was in there? Soapy water. Oh, you would have been in trouble if you drunk that. Guess what's in this one? How do you know? Boy, these kids are smart. Okay, come up here. No, he's going to do it this time. Oh, he's right. It was water. And it splashed on you. Now, listen, what we learn, what we learn from this is what comes out of you is what you're, everybody say full of. What comes out of you is what you're full of. So sometimes when you're out in life and somebody, of course he's a big man, like he's my friend. <laughs> What's going to come out of him? What's in it? What's in it? Ed, my mama taught me this when I was about 13, 14. I wanted to beat my brother up. I was so mad. And she came out and she said, what is wrong with you? I said, he makes me so mad. She said, no, son. He doesn't make you mad. You're full of madness. And when he bumps you, that's what comes out of you. You need to think about that. Oh, I didn't like that. I wanted to blame him. 
And so me and Ed have talked about that before. He said, you know, that's a really good illustration, but I surely don't like it for me. Don't like it for you. Because guess what? How many here are married? Yes, marriage will show you that you're not as full of nice things as you thought you were all the time, right? You get bumped in life. You get bumped in life. Uh, and then other times, listen, listen. I, I was at a funeral yesterday for, for Abby Bauer. Her mama Stephanie died of brain cancers, brain tumors. Their family was a, such a blessing to me. I mean, her husband got up there, spoke. Her son got up there and spoke. And I'd been to the house before, before she died. I said, uh, uh, Stephanie, uh, do you believe in spiritual things? And she never opened her eyes. She said, if you mean, do I believe in God? And if I put my faith in Jesus? Yes. I said, well, you're real sick and I didn't want to press you. But that is the most important thing for us right now is to know your relationship with Jesus Christ. She said, yes, when I was a little girl like these, I raised my hand. But she said, you know, I didn't really live for Jesus all my life. But she says, a, a, a little while back, I made sure that Jesus was my savior. And that, but uh, her family talked about what a wonderful serving mother that she was to them. What a wonderful serving wife that she was. She had a testimony. I am a uh, woman of God and she lived uh, serving her family. What is your testimony? She had cancer. She didn't want to die. We prayed for her, anointed her with oil. And she died and went to heaven through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. What a wonderful thing. So we want to be a people here, a group of people that are living for Jesus and walking with Jesus and serving him. Now, I promised you young people that there was candy here. So I've got to keep my promise or I'll be a lying preacher. And we surely don't want that. Now, we haven't got time today. There is candy in each of these bags, and you all, pardon? Yes, you are. And maybe, maybe you'll get some help here. I don't know. But we'll see. But you can't eat candy till your mom and daddy say you can, okay? Because they may want you to eat lunch first. How many of you want candy? Yes, I thought you did. Okay, so the Holy Spirit, listen, listen. He comes and he gives gifts. To you Now just hold that there. He gives gifts. Just hold that there. He gives gifts. He gives gifts. All kinds of gifts. He gives gifts. Oh, drop that one. There we go. No, no, leave that one alone. Oh, no, don't get into that one. Uh, he gives gifts. Different kinds of gifts to different people. There's one... There's one. You got it? Huh? Well, I haven't got any more this week. I will next week. Thank you. If you can get that for me, John, that's good. Where are you? There you are. Now, I'm going to give this to Amber. When the Holy Spirit gives us gifts in, Ro in Romans 12, and because I don't have time to read it, uh, you can come up here. Uh, in Romans 12, it says that God gives us the gift of prophecy. He gives us the gift of mercy. He gives us the gift of administration. He gives all kinds of gifts. And these young people had them in here. Evelyn had one here. It says the gift of service. Read that nice and loud for me. 
Uh, hold on. Let me get this. Let me get you a microphone that you can read that. We won't read all of these because our time is gone. We'll do it another time. But read it nice and loud for me. The special ability God gives some members of the body of Christ to identify in that needs and a task related to God's work and to make use of available resources to meet those needs and help accomplish your desired results. Okay, so that's service. Um, if you want to, you could... Well, no, don't do that. That'll distract because we need to wrap up here. But I've given uh, Amber a gift and in this gift... There's all kinds of stuff for her to share with everybody. So I want you to, the, the spiritual gifts are supposed to share with everybody. Yes, but there's a bag full of them. You need to share with some of your friends here. Uh, but you have the biggest, most wonderful spiritual gift and What's that? Ooh, there's many chocolate chip cookies. Many chocolate chip cookies. What else you got? More. Oh, Julia, I'm sorry. I can't share you. What are they? They're Oreos. Oreos. Sophie would fight you for them. Lots. Of, now, you've got lots and lots of stuff. How come you're not going to share with everybody? Because it's, you, gave, you gave it to me. Yes, but all your spiritual gifts you're supposed to share with other people. Well, maybe I need to take that away from you. If you're not going to use it to share with somebody, maybe I need to take that away. Are you ready to share? Yes. I think so. <laughs> okay. She is loaded here in a minute, y'all. Uh, we, we are here at the end of the service, but I do, and we will be talking next week. Go ahead and read 1 Corinthians uh, or Acts 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 13 and 14. And we will talk about the other gifts. There's 25 other gifts. We'll have some good definitions for you. Uh, and the boys and girls, I need my bags back. You can have the candy, but I want the bag back and I want the card too. Uh, but in, in there, listen, in, in there we have gifts that God has given. If you're a child of God, you're gifted. Look at your friend. If they're a Christian, say you're a gifted child. You're a gifted child through faith in the Lord Jesus. Listen, all of us, okay, and let's, all of us need to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Out of our life should be coming when we're bumped. Out of our life should come love. Out of our life should come joy. You know, as Stephanie was there dying, leaving her family, a young mom. Uh, you can go ahead and sit down. Sorry, thank you. Uh, there she is. Out of her life came a trust in God. She said, I don't want to die, but I trust God. Oh, she's going to distribute. Don't, don't distribute now. They'll never listen to a word I say. Uh, <laughs> today, where's that little heart? Here's this heart. Let me, oh, good. She's put it on your necklace. Here's your heart. That's what God is after. God so loved you. You know that first song that we sang, talking about God's wonderful plans in your life. But God has allowed you the opportunity to choose. You can make a choice. Everybody has freedom to choose, but there's no free choices. Everybody say that with me. Everybody has freedom to choose, but there's no free choices. You make a choice for Jesus or against Jesus. You make a choice to love him 
or to love yourself. You make a choice to walk your way or his way. Next week, we'll talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We'll share about them. The young people, they'll be back in their place. And we'll go through those gifts so that you can know and look in your life and see what you have. Now, if you say, well, I can't do anything until I know what my gift is. No. Get out there and do something. If you're not gifted at it, they'll say, you're not very good at that. Somebody will criticize you. Somebody will criticize you. And uh, you'll say, oh, you must have that gift because you know how to criticize me. And then go find another thing to do. All right? Right? Amen? Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for these boys and girls and for how well they've listened. Thank you that each of them is an eternal spirit. I pray that early you would convict them of sin. Early you would convict them of how much you love them and that they would surrender to you and say, Jesus, come into my heart. Holy Spirit, take over my life. I want to be like that glove. I want you to fill me, to use me for whatever you want to use me for, the most wonderful thing or the lowliest thing, the, the, the simplest thing or the most complicated thing. Please fill me. Please use me. You may be sitting here this morning and you say, you know, when you talked about that pig a while ago, I've tried to do better, but I just always fail. I always sin. I'm dominated by sin. I have no victory, and I'm just worried about what's going to happen to me. I really love sin. I want to change. I want a new heart. I want Jesus to send his spirit to live in me and to take out that old selfish, self-centered, mean, hateful nature that sinful, self-centered nature that is antagonistic to God. I want to love God. And you can just pray a simple prayer. God, I know I'm not even as good a person as I want to be. Have mercy on me. You said that Jesus died for my sins and he rose again from the dead. And if I would put my faith in him and trust him and obey him, uh, that you would come into my heart and life and change my nature to help me be a different kind of a person. I want to be a person that pleases you. I want you to fill me. You may be here and you've been, you've given your life to Jesus, but you, your life is just dry. Your life is sad. Your life has no power. You have been trusting in yourself. You've been living selfishly. You've been doing what the Holy Spirit warned you about, the little bell ringing in your head. You've disobeyed it, and you have found yourself in a sad place. Today, today, you're invited to come back to Jesus, to confess your sin. Call on Jesus to forgive you. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you can ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Jesus said, ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For he who asks receives. He who seeks finds. He who knocks, the door will be open. I'm a good father and I will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask me. Lord, we as individuals and we as a church need to be filled with your Holy Spirit, baptized in your Holy Spirit, immersed in your Holy Spirit, marinated in your Holy Spirit. We need to go out of this place with our hearts on fire for you. 
Not trying to energize ourselves, but letting your hand work through us to show mercy, to show love, to show kindness, then to gift us to serve you out in our community and here amongst each other. Thank you for the good attention today. Thank you for the wonderful music we've been able to sing. Thank you for how you ministered to our young people and answered to prayer. Thank you for the homes that were open to them. Thank you for your love for us. Now, Lord, when we're jogged in life and out of us comes things that shouldn't be there, thank you that you reveal them to us. Help us to call on you to cleanse us, transform us, and make us more and more like Jesus. Transform us from glory to glory to glory to be more and more like Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Everybody said. We want to thank you one more time for taking the time to listen to these messages that God's provided our fellowship. We believe he's doing something special among us and would love for you to be a part of it. We hope that you'll take the time to come and visit us in person someday soon. And we invite you to visit our website, covenantcommunitylj.com. If you have a prayer request or if there's a specific way we can minister to you and your family. Until then, God bless you.